Hello, uh, this is Eli Shaubi. Uh, we are now continuing with the laws of Shahita of Kosher Slaughter, Chapter 5. Uh, the first four chapters of this section dealt with the laws of slaughter. Uh, and now uh, the next few chapters, beginning with this chapter, will be dealing with the laws of terifot, of uh, various illnesses which cause uh, the animal to be uh, uh, not kosher. Um, I remind you to look at Hilchot Ma'achalat Surot, where Rabbeinu gave the general definitions of a nevela and a terifa. A nevela is everything that is related to improper slaughter, and the terifa is caused by various illnesses, as we will see in the upcoming chapters. Uh, okay, halacha uh, alif. I'll give just a brief, uh, a brief uh, comment here. Uh, Rabbeinu here will talk about halacha lemoshem Sinai, and just uh, to for those who are not aware. Uh, Rabbeinu gives a definition of Halakha Lemoshe Misinai in his introduction to the, his commentary on the Mishnah. A Halakha Lemoshe Misinai refers to a law uh, which he calls rabbinic uh, since it has no uh, hint in the Torah, meaning a Halakha Lemoshe Misinai is a law that cannot be pinpointed from any pasuk in the Torah, uh, whether it's explicitly mentioned or even uh, learned out through one of the 13 midot uh, one of the exegetical um, uh, methods that are used to uh, interpret the Torah. Uh, there is no verse that can, that can be interpreted to uh, point to these laws. And as such, since there is no verse, we say, uh, there's no verse for it, but rather we just received it from Sinai. This is a, categ a category and not a, uh, 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 this is a legal category and not a historical category. And all halachot of Moshe Sinai are necessarily derabanan, since they cannot be in the Torah, since there is no pasuk in the Torah that refers to them. Uh, for more details on this, see the introduction to the Pirush and Mishnayot, and with that, uh, we can understand this upcoming halakha. Halakha alif. Kevar be'arnu bilchot isurei ma'achalot sh'aterefa ha'amura b'torah hi hannota alamut. Velo ne'emar terefa ella sh'dibber ha'katu ba'hove. Kiron sh'terefa ha'riw ha'yoseb bo sh'ibbera ha'adai no metha. We have already explained in the laws of prohibited foods that the terefa, itrof, literally means to attack and tear apart or something like this. Uh, a toref is a predator uh, and, and nitraf is a is prey. Uh, so that the terefa that is mentioned in the Torah is a an animal that has been attacked and torn apart. Right? This terefa that the Torah refers to in the pasuk, it refers to an animal that is uh, on the verge of death. Uh, and the reason that it said the word terifa specifically and not any ill uh, animal that, right, some word, uh, some word that would describe any sort of animal that's about to die, uh, the reason it spoke specifically about the terifa, which means that it's being torn apart or torn to death or attacked, is only because it spoke, the Torah spoke um, 
in the current language, meaning referring to uh, uh, this specific case of an of a of a prey of a predator that attacks this animal, uh, which is one example. Keron, uh, such as if a uh, an, a lion or any other type of animal like that, like any other predator, uh, attacks and breaks this animal, this terefa, and it, but it still isn't dead, right? So it attacks the animal. The animal may still uh, be alive, uh, or it hadn't died yet, right? But it is on the verge of death, and therefore it is called a terefa. Uh, so it's a terefa even while it's alive, okay? Uh, as opposed to a nevela, which refers to an animal that's been killed, with a few exceptions, which we saw in the earlier chapters, where you can have a nevela mehayim, an animal that is a nevela even while it's alive. And there are other illnesses besides the ripping apart, uh, the tearing apart, that if it, they occur to an animal, they would also be considered a terifa, even though they are not nitraf, literally. Uh, and these are all halachale Moshe Misinai, meaning all of these, with the exception of the tearing apart, are halachale Moshe Misinai. Uh, and there are eight types of terifot that were told to Moshe at Sinai. Uh, and these are they. Derusa, uh, which means it was attacked or rampaged or... Uh, right, this is the terifa that is mentioned in the pasuk of an animal that attacks and tears it apart. Nekuva, if it has a, uh, a if it's punctured, uh, some some of its one of its organs uh, is punctured. Uh, we'll see which organs specifically uh, would be uh, would make it a terifa if it were punctured. Hasera, meaning it was missing uh, something, it was missing an organ or something like this. Netula, uh, if one of the if one of uh, these organs was were taken, uh, they, were, they were removed. Pesuka, uh, meaning if something was cut, uh, or we, as we have already seen about pesuka right? If the kane uh, was cut more than half of it, right? We've seen that, for example, uh, and there are others as well. Kerua, if it were ripped. Nefula. Uh, if it fell, and shevua if it had broken, right, and it had broken some of its bones or something like this. Uh, here, um, so note that uh, uh, that oh, the derusa, this first, the first one mentioned, is not a halachah Moshe Sinai, as that is the terefa that is mentioned, and all the others. Uh, and therefore note that he says in the first part, uh, there are other illnesses besides the terifa that we have already mentioned, that they, and so in addition, so as to conclude, there are eight types that were all said to Moshe Sinai. Moshe Sinai does not mean 
that they are all halakha de Moshe Messinai. Only the seven out of eight are halakha de Moshe Messinai. Halakha bel. Af al pishikulan halakha. This is an incorrect girasa uh, in uh, the version that appears here in Mechun Mamre. Uh, if you can look at uh, a version that appears in, uh, I have it open here. I'll show you. Right, as you can see here in the Makbeli version, uh, this is the correct girasa. Uh, um, actually, I'll just stick with this from here. Uh, so even though they are all halakha, right, since the derusa is also halakha, even though it is not halakha Moshe Mitzinai, since it is halakha mikubelet, it is a halakha that is received via tradition, uh, uh, back to Moshe Besinai, as he said in the previous halacha. Ho'il ve'en lecha b'ferush b'Torah ella derusa hechemiru ba. Bechol safek she'istafek b'derusa asur. So even though they are all considered halacha, since the only one that is mentioned in the in the Torah is the derusa, right? From here you can see. That wouldn't make sense if you would have said right? Because he says here that the derusa is mentioned explicitly in the Torah, right? So from here we see that the halacha has to be the correct girsa, right? Since the only one that you have explicitly in the Torah is the derusa, hachamim uh, were uh, more stringent regarding the derusa, uh, and any doubt. Uh, that occurs in the case of a derusa is prohibited. Right? They were more stringent regarding it. And the other seven terefot uh, all have uh, cases of doubt which are permitted, as will be explained. The derusa, right? Again, this refers to an animal that is attacked and torn apart or something like this. Uh, so the definition of the derusa is that in a lion uh, and some other uh, similar uh, predator uh, attacks an animal and uh, and attacks it, is dores it, right? Uh, takes its its uh, attacks it with its hand, right? Its hand meaning its uh, its paw, uh, its front uh, front paws. We'll see in a second with its claws. So and attacks it with its hand, or if a uh, hawk atta uh, attacks or a um, or a uh, eagle or an eagle uh, and some other similar uh, predator of the birds, if if they attack a bird. Right? So we see that, that the derusa regarding birds, like a chicken or something like this, uh, is done by a, an eagle or a hawk, and the derusa of an animal is done by a lion and some other animal predator. Uh, so, 
יש להן דריסה, ויש רק דריסה בגלל שאין can make these animals a derusa. And regarding a thin domesticated animal or a thin undomesticated animal, re- regarding them, it's from a wolf and upwards. And so a wolf can make them a derusa or a lion or anything that is bigger than a wolf. And regarding uh, uh, kids, right, a young goat or a young sheep or a lamb, Uh, then even a, uh, a cat or a fox or a mongoose or anything like these, which are also all predators, uh, but they're much smaller, uh, right? So th- these uh, c- uh, can cause uh, derisa uh, to these small, uh, younger animals. So all that was regarding... of various types of animals. Now we will see regarding birds. So regarding, the bir- regarding birds, the hawk can cause derisa and even to a bird that is larger than it. Right? So, Uh, if a hawk attacks a, uh, uh, I'm blanking on a, lar- a large kosher bird. Um, so even if it's larger than that same hawk, it can still cause it to become a derusa. But other uh, birds that, ca- that are dulcine, right? other predator- uh, predatory birds, uh, they only cause derusa to a bird that is its same size, uh, and they cannot cause derisa to a bird that is larger than it. And a chulda, uh, a chulda uh, here uh, refers to a, um, a weasel. Um, in some other places in the Mishnah Torah, uh, uh, the chulda refers to a mole rat, but here specifically refers to a weasel. Um, and since the mole rat is not a predator, it wouldn't make sense that it refers to that. Um, here it refers to a weasel. So a weasel can also cause derisa uh, to birds, right? Even though it's not a bird, it's an animal, it can also cause derisa to birds. And a dog does not cause derisa at all, neither to birds nor to domesticated animals or undomesticated animals. And 
a hawk, uh, can, even though it's a bird, can also cause derisa to uh, kids, to young goats, or to lamb. Uh, but this is so long as it uh, punctures with its uh, claws, with, with, its, uh, with, its finger, with its fingernails, uh, into the, uh, the animal's stomach. Right, that it punctures into the animal's stomach, and then the hawk causes derisa. And the chazain. And derisa ella biyad toref, aval beraglo en choshishin la. There can only be derisa with the hand of the of the predator. Right here, hand refers to the forelimbs. Right, meaning. Uh, right, the animal has four legs. Uh, the front two are the forelimbs, and the back two are the hind limbs. Right, so all, so the derisa can only be caused by the front two legs, uh, and these are called the yadaim, as opposed to the the back two, which are called the glaim, Even though uh, we would call them all legs, right? We would say they have four legs. Uh, so derisa can only be caused through the the four, le four, four limbs of the predator, but with its hind limbs, uh, we don't we, we don't suspect these. Right, Th these cannot cause derisa. And uh, there's only derisa through the fingernail, right? Meaning with its claws, uh, right? Uh, fingernails and accurate here means claws, right? Uh, only if it attacks it with its claws that causes derisa. But if he attacks it with its tooth or with its teeth, right? Then we also don't suspect, unless uh, the animal uh, punctured it into its stomach. Uh, right. So if it punctured. Then we check the animal that was attacked to see if it were punctured in one of its organs, which if that organ were punctured, it would become a terifa. Uh, we will see in uh, the next chapter uh, which organs, uh, if they are punctured, cause an animal to become a terifa. We've already seen one in previous chapters, which is the esophagus. If the esophagus becomes punctured even just a little bit, it makes it a terifa, but there are others as well. And there's only derisa if the with intention of the predator, right? Meaning the predator intended to attack the prey. But if the uh, if the predator fell and its claws uh, fell into the prey, right? They just buried themselves as the predator was falling. This is not considered derisa, uh, since he didn't have intention to attack the prey. Uh, and there is only derisa uh, if the predator is alive, right? But if he attacked uh, the prey and then 
right? And he stabbed him with his hands or in his claws, right? He stabbed him with his claws. And then the predator were killed while his hand was still inserted inside the predator and inside, sorry, inside the prey. And he did not uh, withdraw his claws from, from it, meaning from the prey, uh, right? And its claws were only removed after the predator were already killed. Then we also do not suspect this of being considered uh, a derusa. Sorry, one second. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. Uh, uh, okay, so what is the law regarding the derusa? Uh, every place where we have mentioned Hoshishina, we suspect uh, we suspect of it, right? That we uh, say that these are the cases where we would consider it a, te a terifa, uh, or we would be suspicious of it becoming a terifa, uh, which is all the cases that we have mentioned until now. How? What, what does that mean that we suspect it? Uh, we do the following: we uh, first we slaughter the animal that was uh, attacked, right? Since this animal is still alive, if it had, all, if it had been killed, then it's definite, then it's prohibited uh, since it wasn't killed via shahita, right? But if it's still alive, then we slaughter the animal uh, and we check its entire uh, um, cavity, meaning its whole body from the Hip joint, right from the uh, the bottom of its uh, right. If we have the legs, and then we have like the actual body, right, and then we have the the head, right. So the hip joint is the beginning of the cavity of the body, right. Uh, everything that's below that is just legs, right. Uh, it's not a cavity with intestines and stomach and all the organs, right. Uh, so we checked its entire, like, the cavity of the body from the hip joint until the uh, until the head, right, until, like, the skull, which is the upper end of the area where there is all these uh, organs, right, including trachea and esophagus and everything. Um, if we find that the animal is whole, uh, uh, oh, sorry, if we find that the animal is free of all types of terifot, right, meaning it doesn't have any of the signs of a terifa, and we don't see in it the signs of a, of 
Avderisa, then it is permitted. But if we find in it the signs of Avderisa, then it is a terefa, uh, and it is prohibited from the Torah. Okay, so this the signs of the derisa is that the uh, flesh, not the meat of the animal, right? It's it's flesh uh, becomes red uh, opposite the uh, the all the organs and the intestines and right, all the various organs that are in the body of the animal, right? So we have all these uh, all these organs like the heart and the and the lungs and the stomach and the intestines and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. If the if the uh, uh, the flesh that covers those uh, those organs uh, shows uh, signs of redness, then this this is considered the signs of the derisa. Uh, and then it is prohibited, as we just saw in the previous halacha. And if the uh, flesh that is opposite of the organs, if that flesh is uh, 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 is uh, the word like was made uh, like, uh, like infected or uh, spoiled right it's like uh, like it, it's become dead right uh, uh, the word is escaping me right but it's like the, the flesh is like dead right it's uh, it's uh, or something like that then uh, uh, right if that happens to the extent that the flesh becomes such that uh, the doc that a doctor who were to check uh, this animal would have just removed or right or would have just removed that flesh from the body right uh, from the place where he was attacked right then we consider that flesh as if it is missing right? even though the flesh is still there right no doctor has come and actually removed it but since that's what a doctor would do since it's not uh, functional anymore right it's it's, uh, it doesn't serve any purpose, so a doctor would have removed it. So then we consider uh, that uh, flesh as if it's missing. And as we saw, one of the, uh, and this would make it a terifa. And if and if the predator attacked in the area of the simanim, right? So all of what we just saw was that he attacked in the in the body, right? The, the stomach or area where all of the organs are. But if he attacked up closer to the neck where the trachea and the esophagus are, uh, then as soon as the flesh there becomes red, then it is also then it is a terifa, and the attack there, the terifa there. Is vimashu right? It's even just a little bit, right? As soon as you mm -hmm. see that, uh, even just a little bit has become red uh, because of the attack, it is considered a terefa. <laughs> <laughs>
ספק דרוסה אסורה עד שתתבדק כדרוסה ודאית. כיצד? הראשון נכנס לבין שברים ונמצא סיפורים ברבו של אחד מהן, חוששין שמא ארי דרסו, ואין אומרין שמא בכותל נתחכך, וכן שועל עונמיה שנכנס לבית העופות, והוא שותק והן מקרקרין, חוששין שמא דרס, אבל אם היה הוא נוהם והן מקרקרין, מגרעתו ומנהימתו הן מקרקרין, וכן אם קטע ראש אחד מהן, הנה נחרוזו, וכן אם שתק הוא ההן, אין חוששין שאילו הזיק היו מקרקרין. אוקיי. A case of doubt regarding the דרוסה is prohibited until it is checked Uh, like the same way that we would check a devusa that was definitely uh, attacked, right? So if we're not sure if it were attacked or not, then it is prohibited just like the case of if we know that it was attacked, right? And this is uh, going back to what we said earlier that the devusa, we were more stringent regarding it because it is explicitly, explicitly mentioned in the Torah. Esad, how so? An animal that entered uh, between uh, a shivarin um, sorry one second Shivarin here uh, means walls, I think. Um, right, so he entered in between, like, in like this alleyway, right? He entered into, uh, like, this small area. Um, Sorry, sorry. Shivarin here is the shor, oxes. I apologize. A lion that entered in between multiple oxes, right? So we have a lot of oxes and a lion snuck its way between them. And it's a claw. And we found its claw in the back of one of them. Then we are uh, we suspect that the lion is the one who attacked it, and we don't say that maybe that maybe that ox uh, merely uh, hurt itself against the wall, right? Uh, right. It's it's claw. Right? The lion we the lion attacked it, and its claw got stuck and was removed from its hand, right? So when he pulled out his hand, uh, the the claw or the fingernail remained in the back of the animal. Uh, so, uh, so we suspect that that uh, claw belongs to that lion, even though we didn't see 
that the lion actually attacked the ox. Um, and so too, if a fox or a uh, mongoose uh, entered into uh, entered between various birds, uh, so if the that fox uh, is quiet and they are and all the birds are like chattering, right? They're all uh, making their noises. Then we suspect that it might have attacked. It might have attacked one of them, or all of them. And so too, if it were making its noise and they were making, oh, uh, sorry. But if it were making its noises, right? If uh, I don't know what the noise of a fox is called, right? But if the fox were making its noises and the birds were doing their noises, um, then we do not say that it attacked. Rather, they are is because of because they are afraid of it and because of its noises, that is why the birds are making their noise, or doing their chirping. And so too, if, uh, if the fox uh, cut off the head of one of the birds, then uh, from here, uh, like, because of that, his uh, anger has uh, abated, right? So uh, as soon as he cuts off the head of one of the birds, it's no longer, we say that the, we would consider the fox to have Kind of removed his anger from him, so he's not going to attack any of the other ones. Uh, he's already done what he wanted to do, uh, so we don't suspect the uh, regarding the other ones that they are fearful. And so too, if he were quiet and they were also quiet, then we also don't suspect because if he would have attacked one of them, then they would have started to chirp. Uh, and since they're not chirping, we know or we assume that it did not attack any of them. Rachayot bet. Safek shin nichnas lechan toref o lo nichnas lechan o shere inuhu shin nichnas o lo no da'im zeh min atorefin o inu min atorefin en khoshishin. If there is a doubt whether a predator entered into this place or a predator did not enter or if we saw that he entered but we don't know if that animal that we saw is a predator or is not a predator then in, the, in these cases, we don't, we don't suspect uh, that uh, it became a terefa. Um, and so, And so too, a bird that enters between trees or between the reeds, and then he comes out, and he comes out of the trees or out of the reeds, and his head is bleeding or his neck is bleeding. We don't suspect that he was attacked. Rather, we say that uh, he got injured in the uh, trees. Uh, with that, we conclude uh, chapter 5.